It's the Monday edition of Marawa Sports Worldwide. On a day that I'm sure South Africans are going to be looking forward to hearing what the president of the country has to say to all of us. Uh, two days back to back uh, where he is addressing the nation, but I think today more so than on any other day, uh, you know, some form of guidance and wisdom um, as we all seek some answers. And some clarity as well. So good luck uh, to the man in charge. But as we carry on with the show, and we'll, we'll chat to him even after the news. Um, I mean, we've been tracking this and so many developments have been going on. And with the Olympic Games now just, what, two weeks away, uh, believe it or not, South Africa's preparations for the under-23 team are being dealt yet another blow, believe it or not. We've got to start believing something, people. I mean, the latest from coach David Nodwana's camp is that as many as five players have had to withdraw for medical reasons. Now, already the coach has had to make some adjustments before handing over his squad list to Saskog. And now he's had to yet again name replacements. This is just days before facing the host country in the opening match. Nothing more daunting than that. You face the host nation. Now, if it's not friendly matches cancelled, it's also players withdrawing for one reason or the other. And one can only wonder if this team will be ready in time to get their campaign underway. One person who can answer all of these, David Notwane, SA Under-23 coach. Good evening. Welcome to Marawa Sports Worldwide. Good evening, Rob. Uh, Good evening uh, to the uh, listeners of the show. Thanks for uh, having me on your platform once more. As we head to the news, just the, the important question, it's almost looking like setback FC, uh, this under-23 team. How much more can you absorb before you've even boarded the flight? What's the latest from the camp? Yeah, Rob, it's been a lot of baptism of fire, as you indicated. You know, uh, one moving from uh, uh, a top floor of a three-story house to the second floor, and now you are on the bottom floor. So where we are now, as you indicated, uh, we've you know come out with a few medical issues, injuries there and there, you know, uh, and uh, therefore players had now to be uh, withdrawn uh, from the camp. Uh, the lucky thing is we've taken a bigger pool of players when we went to Nelspruit, mm. uh, anticipating you know we're living under this COVID situation as well. So we had made contingency plans uh, towards that. That has helped somewhat uh, in terms of being able to deal with this situation. But uh, the reality is, of course, the strength and power uh, that uh, we, we had assembled from the start of this project uh, of preparation, as you indicated, you know, has now been scaled down. And uh, that, that's a tough call on us, the tall order on us. But that's part of our job to come up with solutions in uh, situations like this. You know... On any given day, and I know the quality of listener that we have on this show, David, is that we would just be talking about five players who've been affected and have had to leave the camp. But because, as I say, the quality of listener knows their football. They know their sport. So I'll, I'll make mention of Lyle Foster, Fakhri Lakei, Abu Baka Mubara, Sipombole, Kenneto Mahalwa. Those are the five who have left the camp for whatever medical reasons and those are names that would have added such quality to your team. I don't know if I've left anybody out. Yeah, no, no, no. Those indeed are the ones, Rob, uh, that we had to face the reality and accept. And uh, indeed, you know, for me, it's also the bigger picture, you know. 
one was looking forward to what impact could then showcase at a global showpiece like this in relation to their future in Bafana Bafana. So we've lost a lot of uh, quality in terms of uh, the talent players like Makalwa in speed and 1v1. You had plans around how you're going to utilize them. A guy like Mopara would give the team a little bit of balance because of his multifunctionality. Lyle Foster, they've given us the strength and power up front to be able to adjust our tactics wherever needed. You know, And of course, uh, uh, the, the creativity uh, of a guy like Esipombule, uh, the pace of Fakhila K, you know, he ended the season scoring goals. Uh, we had him in Egypt. We picked up that he had uh, some problems with his uh, uh, hip joint muscles there, adductor mm-hmm. muscles, and uh, they resurfaced again. So we had to live with that reality, uh, Rob. Indeed, we are we're basically losing power uh, in terms of not only talent, but the personalities inside the group as well. All right, uh, David, let's park it there. Let me give you about uh, four minutes or so uh, as we take the news. They're chatting to the under-23 uh, head coach, uh, David Notone. Uh, lots of setbacks, but he is a man full of grit, determination, and fight. And you can bet your bottom dollar that he's not going to be giving up anytime soon. So let's chat to him. Send any question via our voice note. But right now, though, top of the hour, and I'm sure so much to report on, uh, is Evelyn Doane. All right, a big thanks there to Evelyn Tongwani for the news at the top of the hour. It's a Monday today, the 12th of July, 2021. It's Reaction Monday. It is a show designed to take in whatever is on your chest. Whatever's irking you, whatever you're excited about when it comes to the world of sport uh, is what we're driving here today. So uh, lots has been on the table, but just deciding to look at the national issue. And that is why we got the under-23 coach, uh, David Notman, I believe you're somewhere uh, close to the airport now. Is that where you're going to be camping? When are you due to leave? Yeah, Rob, uh, we uh, departed a safe from Pumalanga, a Maxi, in Gwenyama Lodge. We had a great uh, eight days of, so 10 days of hard work uh, while we're dealing with our issues. Now we are in Houghton, the epicenter. Coming here, a bit scared, fearful that, uh, you know, we're not affected again going into Tokyo tomorrow. Uh, flying out middle of the day and then uh, via Ethiopia, we take a direct flight to uh, Tokyo. So how many hours are you envisaged with that little stopover that you have? Rob, you know, it's a crazy trip. Yeah, we're looking at about four hours to Ethiopia, six hours, two hours transit and then uh, we take another uh, you know 12 12 hours to 15 hours down to Tokyo so it's almost uh, a 24-25 hour trip that is crazy and you've learned through time how to deal with these you know especially with the team of you know young national team players uh, who might not be used to the strain of traveling so much is then how to deal with it yeah, indeed, Rob. You know, uh, we had such a hard, hard camp, bit of aches there and there, but we had to push the boys. You know, you change also what is normal to you. You know, uh, science informs you today that uh, go once a session, but we had to adjust, manage the intensity, manage the load, do double sessions, one hour there, 45 minutes there, 30 minutes there. Medical team has done a great job. So... After the weekend game we played against uh, TS Sporting, which was at the Bombella Stadium, it really gave us a setting of 
the stadium helped from a competitive uh, uh, space. Of course, not an ideal friendly match, but you take what is before you. It was a very interesting game, hard game. We had to change our tactics in terms of the personnel we have. So today, you know, we did region, and naturally we wanted to train, but you know what? We discussed with the medical team to say, let's take a fresher team rather into Tokyo, and with a travel load, adjust our program. And, and that's what this kind of situations, Rob, uh, demand of us. And we have to respond to the situation, sometimes do things out of the book and not by the book, you know. But so far, we're looking good, and I hope uh, we land in Tokyo fresh to knuckle down to some hard work for uh, two, three days before we, we face uh, uh, Japan in the first game. So, so far, one takes a little bit of contentment from how the boys have responded to the mental side and the demands physically as well. Right. And I mean, we've spoken about those that are going to be missing in camp, and, and maybe for those who have joined us a little bit late, uh, the replacements what 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 does it take what are the requirements to immediately replace the five or you take five plus in case something happens when you get ahead just to keep us up to date in terms of that yeah it's a very complicated uh, process Rob. hence we haven't even made an official announcement as yet sure. you'd know that uh, you know you have to apply you know to fifa ioc you know and there's also this you know <laughs> uncertainty between the two big organizations FIFA tells you four plus, and then IOC says, no, no, you're taking 18 plus three. You know, so we tapped into the Bafana space, you know, looking at guys that can come in, and then while we're finalizing that, then, you know, you get IOC saying, no, no, guys, you can only take three extra players, which is 21 players. So, yeah, Rob, we've applied, you know, for the changes that need to be effected, and uh, it's looking all good and positive, uh, but without any official authorization it stands now to say yes the system has accepted uh, the, the the potential replacement we are careful not to to to, to shoot before the gun and announce mm-hmm. people that can end up being rejected but i think uh, so far you know is a player that we've put in the 50-man list which is also a, a criteria that is before us you know i tapped into the big list that i started with that people thought was crazy and guys like Rushin, you know, Spison Goveni, who are currently with Bafana Bafana, with the communication and the teamwork we have there, we try to bring them into our fold here. And uh, unfortunately, the system, you know, rejected them because they had to be in the 50. So uh, we tried, you know, Tembazwani to share with you with Sundowns. And uh, just when we thought, great, um, she, she's willing, is available, Sundowns is happy to release him. And then on the first or second day of training, the hamstring that you were struggling with surfaced, you know. And uh, you then have to think and say, do you risk, you know, breaking him down? So we opted uh, 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 leaving him behind. So, yeah, it's been, uh, as I said, Rob, a baptism of fire. But uh, you take what is before you with the chin and uh, you soldier on and you put confidence in the team and knuckle down to the hard work and remain on course for the targets that you've set for yourself that the country expects you to, to, to achieve eventually. But then for the players, I know that they're part of the the 50 squad, uh, but surely you would have had to at least pinch them on the side and say, you know, be on standby, because if you're leaving tomorrow, they need to be drawn into your camp, and surely there's still uh, protocols to follow as far as uh, COVID-19 is concerned before departure. 
Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, they are already in the system. We've already sent the applications. You know, we're taking them with uh, with a full understanding and confidence that we've ticked many of the boxes, you know, that are required in terms of, you know, it's a very strange process, Rob, to share with the listeners. There's also exams, you know, <laughs> that yes. the players have to go through, as you know, with WADA and that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I always joke with the players that you ran away from school. You know, football mm-hmm. is a way of putting you back in class in a different way. So we've, we've, we've ticked the box in terms of those. And uh, we've, of course, looked at the, 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 the two uh, players that have achieved that will be playing Champions League. Mm-hmm. We had to buy the bullet and, uh, you, know, you know, consider taking them, uh, given our situation, which means they'll join us for four for days, five days before the first game. We'll deal with the logistics and we can only hope that uh, they come out of that uh, big challenge before them without any injuries whatsoever and come highly motivated successful we hope so so then they can bring that confidence in with us you know so it it makes it very interesting from a preparation perspective because uh you're now going into a tournament 21 players minus two 19 three keepers so from a tactical approach as well you really have to be creative and smart but yeah so far we're taking a very young you know uh, squad as a boy that we're hoping to take uh, from ts galaxy for example uh, matangu kamohelo uh, 2001, you know, we brought him in to give him the taste, the experience, see if he's a future. And here he is suddenly finding himself, you know, in the mix of going to the Olympics. And, you know, for, for me personally, you know, this kind of uh, opportunities are exciting because uh, we, can, we, we shouldn't only focus on what is now, but also look at the graduation of these players into future Bafana stars that can bring success to the country that is so much uh, uh, desired, you know. Oh, we need a lift, man. We need some form of lift as a nation, David. And and when we look at sports, it's one of the things, in as much as we were all rooting for uh, KG over the weekend, um, you, you guys are going to be leaving and heading off to Japan. That's also another kind of lift that we need, some form of options that people need to start to draw themselves into to look at sport as an alternative. Let's find out, though, a couple of voice notes that are coming through and hear what questions people have for the coach, David Notwani. Good evening, uh, Mr. Marao. Mr. Marao, I think uh, Coach uh, David Notoni has lost uh, uh, one of the key players in his squad. But I'm very confident, Rob, that the players that are left in the team will do the job for the nation and make us proud. I wish them all the best in the tournament. Thank you, Mr. Marao. Good evening, Rob, and good evening to the coach. It uh, seems like a lot of things are going wrong you know, in the national team. A lot of players are being lost uh, due to various reasons. You know, uh, and it doesn't really inspire much confidence. And if you look at how the team has been playing, and especially in the friendlies, ah, it really doesn't inspire a lot of confidence. So I want to know, Coach, how can he convince you know, someone like me that the national team will uh, be able to go through to the next round? Because I'm really not hopeful for me. I see them coming home early. Thanks, Rob. Hi, Rob. Uh, when uh, This is Benzo from Palm Ridge here. When it comes to this issue of the under-23s, I blame our development because in the late Africa, we've got this rule of playing under-23s. And also in the PSL, 
we've got uh, the MDC. So why are we struggling to find players, top quality players for us to, to, to for, for like them to go and play? So if we are really like in crisis, this boils down to the development that we have in this country. Also the opportunity, the opportunities that these boys they are getting from the PSL, it is not enough. So I'm not sure why do we have this problem at this level. Okay, important questions, as I say. Uh, David Atwani is my guest as we try and absorb what has just uh, hit them in terms of the squad. Uh, five major changes that have had to be made uh, due to a whole lot of medical reasons, uh, as David has been trying to explain to us and what's uh, what lies ahead. L- let me take, I mean, Spongadin was full of compliments saying that, uh, yes, as much as you've lost quality, uh, but he does believe that you will do well. And then the second voice note, uh, there was no name left. Uh, we do encourage you all the time just to leave your name so that we can have a, a proper reference of who has uh, said what. But he was very honest, uh, David, when he says to you that he's watched a couple of the friendly games. Uh, it hasn't inspired much confidence. In fact, he even goes to say that he believes that the team will be back early. They'll come back home pretty pretty early sometimes it's a bit difficult to digest that uh, level of honesty how do you prove him wrong yeah rob uh you know indeed uh, honest you know shoot from the hip uh and i'm laughing because you know when these things were unfolding over the the last few weeks rob you know eventually with this uh last situation we faced you know we we, we sat down as a group technical staff, medical, the players, and exactly that, Rob. You know, I put it to them that, look, the reality is this. You know, the situation, our journey so far, the result in the friend list uh, doesn't give us a chance at all. And that's the honest reality, and that's fact. If anyone was to argue against that, you can't. You know, however, we need to dig deeper. You know, we know what we are capable of. We have to be prepared to fight for the country first. We've got the talent and the ability, but we're going to need more than that. And I think, uh, as I said, you know, the friendly that we played against tier sporting, maybe not the best ideal, but from a tactical approach, the way the players responded, Rob, and it was very, very something I've been experienced. Uh, I can share with the listeners as a coach where, in, you know, we, we changed our formation, our strategies, uh, inside the formation change. I'm not a big fan playing three at the back. Mm-hmm. You're watching Euros. You look at the personnel before you. We experimented. And then I wanted to go back to my traditional four. And, you know, Rob, when the players say, no, no, coach, please hang on. Hang on. We think we can make this work. Uh, we are okay. Give us a chance. And uh, sometimes it's good. You know, you give the players a chance and they went in. And, uh, you know, the game was evenly matched, tight, and they turned the game around. We ended up winning 4-2, but not only winning, but tactically applying the things that we wanted to do inside the, the, that. So so that gave me a sense of confidence to say, here's a bunch of guys that are willing, really, to give it a go, Rob. And that's what I'm taking with me to talk to you, to say, whatever changes, adjustments we have uh, uh, to do, these players have shown that beyond the talent and ability, they are adaptable and I think as a coach, when you have that, that in itself becomes a weapon, you know, and that complemented with the desire, the fight uh, that we hope to produce, 
Uh, I'm sure a guy like my colleague there, who I can't say his name, would probably eat humble pie, but yes, honesty is what he's putting. So we have to prove him wrong, and we can only prove him wrong by going there, doing well, uh, well coming out of the group stages, and come back home, you know, victor- victorious, in a sense, define our own victory, of course, in its own sense, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, Benzo says that he blames the development uh, as well as looking at the fact that the Atlanta Africa Championship, they've got the under-23 rule. Uh, you've also got the MDC that, you know, runs with the uh, w- with the very favorable age gap. And so why do why does it almost look like there's a struggle, David, for under-23 players or a struggle for the quality? Is there even a struggle? Because it looks like Benzito has got that opinion. Look, uh, I, I want to agree with him, to be honest with you, Rob. Uh, if you look generally, I think as a country, we really need to have some serious reflection. If you look at the performances uh, of our seniors, you know, you look at uh, uh, the junior teams, the progression of players from the junior teams to the seniors. Sometimes players, you know, have opportunities later. This generation of players from 2015 up to now, if you count the number of caps, that they would have had a senior level, but it's not a reflection of the country that is taking development very seriously compared to what we saw yesterday in the Euros with England. And I want to agree with uh, uh, the listener, uh, to be honest with you. And sometimes we as technicians of the game, you know, we don't want to have this honest conversation about the state of the game, the state of the development, and where are we taking it forward. And uh, yes, you know, at times you look, you look, and uh, 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 do we have variety of skills, talents in various positions? If it's there, is it ready, you know, for the level of competition? I mean, look at the level of the Euro Championship yesterday, Robert. Very, very high, high, high level, you know. And uh, how many of our young players are really exposed to top football on the continent? You know, so these are the issues we have to grapple with, uh, Rob. And uh, uh, if we don't expose these young players early on to high-level competition, they take longer to mature. Hence, we end up with 27 year old sometimes making debut at the senior level, and we still call them youngsters. And that's facts, that's reality. So, if we're not going to have these honest conversations with ourselves, Robert, we'll remain where we are for a long time to come. I mean, uh, I made mention, yeah, he might have missed his penalty, but uh, he's a youngster, he's 19 years old. You know, a game of football is 90 minutes. They have 120 minutes to try and rectify it, and then it's a complete gamble after that. But you got a guy like Saka. How many times can we say as South Africans that at the senior national team, we can have a teenager that can play a game or even start a game as he's done previously in the Euro 2020? Yeah, indeed, Rob. You know, hence I mentioned Kamuelo Masangu. You know, we took him to Egypt. We took uh, Rowan Hendricks to Egypt. You know, we got uh, Luke Fleur, who's 2000. You know, we took him to Egypt. Mm. And yes, we came out there with some battering against the Egyptians, African champs at under-23. But then the focus, of course, was to try to uh, uh, fast-track their development. And if you look at how many caps do they have, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, maybe at under-20 level already. And uh, so they are about 20 going 21. You know, you should be talking at 15, 20 caps maybe 30 at junior level, maybe five, six, seven at senior level already going to the Olympics. And you'd see countries like Spain are taking players 
who have just been part of the Euro uh, Euros into uh, the Olympics, you know. Mm-hmm. So that that's high end, that's high level stuff, Rob. And uh, I think with a new project that's coming up under Coach Bruce, one hopes that uh, uh, you know we can show a bit of bravery. Of course, winning is always important. Achieving targets to get to Afcon and World Cup qualifiers at Bafana level is a prime uh, target, Rob. But uh, one hopes that uh, uh, also our young players, when given opportunities, would come to their party uh, as we see the situation that we are facing now, Rob. So, hence I'm saying that uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, soul searching, digging deep into, you know, in the PSL competition, the clubs, you know, what are we doing? Uh, uh, not only from uh, 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 development, Rob, uh, also the quality of football, the coaching, you know, the quality of the coaching and no disrespect uh, to my colleagues, I must say, but we have to face that reality, Rob, if we want to uh, step up to the plate at international level. All right, so just um, I've got a minute to give to you as a national team coach that's about to go on national duty all the way in Japan. And a fantastic moment for you and the players. I mean, the Olympic Games is a, a platform that not everybody in their athletic life can get a chance to be a part of. Here you are, David, being able to lead, never mind the mishaps, never mind the problems that you're currently having. You get to be at the Olympic Games. Give me a final send-off from you. Rob, uh, exciting. You know, we... We had our COVID test yesterday, and I must tell you, for the first time since I've tested, which is many times, a part of me was saying, what if I'm positive? Then that's my dream gone. Something that, you know, Robert, 2011, I was at All-Africa Games. 2004, I was a, a torch barrier in Cape Town with the Athens. Now I'm excited and looking forward to be part of the big spectacle. Uh, under strange conditions, of course. And, you know, that's what I've given to the players, and we look forward to it, Rob. To do well for your country, standing there with your national anthem, you know, uh, plighted over the speakers there. It's a moment that I every day get uh, goosebumps about, and there's nothing, probably a better, no better feeling than that, Rob. And uh, we look forward to representing South Africa well. All right, uh, David, thank you as always for your time. Hopefully we'll be able to connect if and when possible when you are on the other side of the world. Do travel safely. Everything of the best and most importantly, good luck. Thank you very much. Thanks for the platform, Rob, and thanks for the support. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll fly the flag high and uh, uh, represent South Africa very well. Thanks for the opportunity. We shall catch up when in Tokyo. Thank you so, so very much indeed. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the man that's off to the Olympic Games. That's David Notwani.